0: Let's talk about platelet-rich plasma therapy. Is this injection procedure that uses your own blood an effective treatment for golfers and tennis elbow? Hi, this is Alan Willette from Tennis Elbow Classroom and I'm often asked what I think about this therapy approach by my student members, so here's my take on it. Platelet-rich plasma therapy or PRP for short certainly has some buzz around it. Famous athletes, extensive press coverage, and the rapid adoption by many doctors and sports injury clinics around the world. It appears to hold the promise of being a breakthrough treatment for stubborn chronic tendon problems but is it really living up to the hype or could it actually be an overpriced overrated fad? Well first of all what is this platelet-rich plasma technique? PRP therapy and its less sophisticated relative autologous blood injection, ABI for short, are in-office non-surgical procedures that both begin by having a small amount of your blood drawn. With the PRP procedure, they take your blood and spin it in a centrifuge to concentrate the platelets by separating them from your red blood cells and your plasma, which is mostly water and electrolytes. Then the doctor takes your platelets, along with some of your plasma, and injects that into your injured area that's not healing well, usually a tendon or a ligament. Platelets are the cells in your blood that are mostly responsible for blood clotting, and they also secrete (laughs) growth factors, including human growth hormone that are involved in tissue healing. The procedure with ABI is the same, except they skip the spinning and the separating step and simply inject you with your own whole blood. So the upside is that it's a quick and minimally invasive procedure, uses your own cells, not some toxic drug, and it's unlikely to have any major negative effects. The downside is that it's expensive, not covered by insurance, still it's still since it's still considered experimental, and it can be quite painful during and after the treatment. What I've been hearing and reading is that this procedure is not done under anesthetic by some doctors for reasons I don't understand. And it's not just a single quick shot they give you either. Instead it seems they usually jab that needle around into multiple areas of your tendon. If you have that done without anesthetic, ouch! And What you have to look forward to afterward is a week or two of pain and soreness even if they do use anesthetic, all of which may be well worth it if it works. Still, when I compare this procedure to nearly every other medical intervention or treatment for tennis elbow, it looks great by comparison, especially for people who are at their wits end who've tried nearly everything and feel like they're only one step away from surgery or so they may have been told. After being down on almost every other conventional tennis and golfer's double treatment, as you can clearly see in my blog, I'd really like to be positive about this one for a change. And there are definitely some positive medical studies on PRP. But when you average them all out and give a little more credence to the, the more rigorous studies that are single or double blind, the positive results uh, they start to look a little less significant and uh, less like a big breakthrough. Now to be clear, I think the jury's still out on PRP and I'm not calling it one way or the other. It's just starting to look like the positive results in these studies may be the effect of the needle trauma itself, triggering a new healing response, though. This is actually a therapeutic technique unto itself, which is called dry needling, or more technically, uh, fenestration, which I hear they may have pioneered on horses. So yes, there are people that have uh, had PRP therapy and proclaimed that it works, just as there are people swearing by any treatment you care to name. There are also a number of very high-profile athletes who have had this procedure done, gotten back in the game earlier than expected, and helped win the Super Bowl among other accomplishments. And those cases have been heavily publicized. And it certainly seems like a reasonable thing to try if that last resort of surgery seems to be looming on the horizon. It's just that the scientific evidence proving that it consistently works doesn't seem to be there yet. Uh, Not that I believe you have to have scientific proof for everything you do, but when you're going to shell out from $500 to $2,000 a shot and put yourself at risk for her in- infection and be in more pain for a week or more after the procedure, I think it's only natural to want some objective evidence. Again, I certainly like the theory behind PRP. It makes sense in a way that most tre- treatments don't. So if you're considering PRP at this point, proof or no proof, le- <laughs> let's look at that theory since it's something I agree with. And and let's look at whether there's any other way to achieve the same result without the needle. The goal of this therapy, and, and any genuine treatment for tennis elbow, is to support the healing process, right? The problem is that when simply left alone, given time, what I call the resting, hoping, and waiting approach, tendons often don't heal. If they did heal reliably, tennis and golfer's elbow wouldn't be so notoriously hard to recover from, right? The goal of PRP and ABI is to trigger a response and get things going using your body's own healing factors present in your blood. The idea is to stimulate healing and reverse the tendinosis. That stagnation and degeneration is the essence of most of these chronic tendon problems. And that begins with inflammation. The objective is to encourage inflammation rather than suppress it, because you can't have healing and repair without it. It's finally being recognized that the problem with most of these chronic tendon injuries like golfers and tennis elbow, it's not an excess of inflammation that needs to be managed or suppressed, but rather the absence of a proper inflammatory response in the tendon in the first place to be followed by the other phases of repair and healing. If you've listened to my podcasts and videos, you've heard me say this before. Inflammation is not the cause of tendinitis. It's not even tendinitis we're dealing with. Because that itis on the end suggests an excess of inflammation when in, when in fact it's not even there. inflammation isn't your enemy to be treated and defeated, so forget the ice and the inflammation fighting pills and creams, and worst of all, the cortisone shots. One of the saddest things for me to observe in the this schizophrenic way conventional medicine first instructs you to fight your own healing process by icing the air like crazy and taking handfuls of toxic anti inflammatories and by getting cortisone shots. And then after months or even years of this inflammation fighting fails to help you heal and recover you get offered this new therapy which encourages a healthy inflammation response so right here is where I want to pose a question I believe is really important if it's not too late would you need to go to the extreme of having your own blood drawn and injected back into your injured tendons at significant expense if you had, hadn't been fighting your own healthy inflammation response Would you really need to go to these lengths if you've been encouraging it all along instead? I understand the appeal of having the latest, popular, shiny medical intervention that you put your faith into, hoping it will pay off and be a quick fix, but what about the basics? What about being sure you've covered the basics before going down PRP road and and surgery if that doesn't work? I believe that certain advanced massage therapy techniques consistently applied the right way to the muscles and tendons involved can keep the healing process stimulated to moving forward. Now in all honesty, I can't prove it to you with absolute facts and medical studies either, but I do believe that the most important basic principle involved here is not leaving the tendon alone. No bracing, no icing several times a day, no pills, no shots, but instead to keep mobilizing and stimulating your tendons so they don't slide into a stagnant degenerative state or ever allowed to stay that way if they're already in that state. This is what I teach members to do for themselves at home. And it's something I recommend, whether you want to try to avoid having PRP injections or you're already planning on having them. I believe wholeheartedly that the tendons still need to be mobilized and manipulated after the PRP injection to keep the healing process stimulated and moving forward to the next step and the one after that. Although I'm not sure what the ideal timing is on how soon to begin after the procedure, you have to ask your doctor about that if you're gonna have PRP. And just to be clear I'm not talking about conventional physical therapy. I'm talking about doing your own hands-on treatments every day or every other. So whether you have golfers or tennis elbow or both I have a self-help program for you here at Tennis Elbow Classroom. It's an all video program where I show you how to treat your own muscles and tendons by hand yourself in ways often more precise and effective than what many professional therapists would do when treating your injury and considerably less expensive too. I also teach you how to stretch in a completely different, safer and more effective way than what's normally taught and I show you the key exercises you need to rehab and strengthen those, those muscles and tendons. Well, so whether you need a program this comprehensive right now or you're just beginning to wonder whether you might have golfers or tennis elbow I invite you to visit tenniselbowclassroom.com if you're not already here and browse the free articles videos and podcasts to learn more. There should be a link nearby you can follow to my article on PRP that goes with this podcast, which is a great place to start. At the very least, I'm sure I can help you avoid many of the common mistakes tennis and golfer's elbow sufferers all too often make in their pursuit of pain relief without knowing better. And if you're in that frustrated place, in your wit's end, or paying hundreds of dollars for the pleasure of having a needle full of your own blood, jabbed repeatedly into your injured tendons and hurting for a week or two afterward, starting to actually look like an attractive proposition to you, if only it would work, then consider taking a look at my program while you're here. It might help you avoid that if you're willing to do some, of, some work on yourself on a regular basis. Well, that's all, all for now. Try to hang in there and don't get too discouraged. Tennis Elbow can heal and often does with the right encouragement. I see it every day. This is Alan, your Tennis Elbow Tutor at Tennis Elbow Classroom.